Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us. It is Thursday, July the 7th. I hope you're having a great day and thank you for joining us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, those listening on the radio app and those listening on the podcast. We welcome you today and those that are watching on Facebook and those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you and thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great, great day. We had a great service last night in church and uh, my wife was commenting last night after church just what a good crowd it was. Of course, we're in the middle of summer. A good crowd, a lot of adults, uh, a lot of teens, a lot of children, and it was a good spirit. I enjoyed going through our Revelation series and uh, we Finally finished up chapter one. I think it took us three weeks just to get through chapter one. Uh, But it's so good, so refreshing, so encouraging uh, to read the book of Revelation and especially uh, when you get your focus back on Jesus. And that's what makes all the difference. Don't, Don't get your focus on the news. Don't get your focus on the economy and inflation and gas prices and wars and all that stuff. That, that happens. I'm not saying to be ignorant. Don't stick your head in the sand. But, but don't let that be your focus. Uh, be aware of what's going on in the world, but just remember at the end of the day, Jesus is on the throne. He's King of Kings and He is Lord of Lords and uh, He always has been, always will be. And uh, I enjoyed that last night in Revelation and I hope it's been a blessing to you. I'm fired up about Sunday. I told our folks last night that uh, I've got a message Sunday morning I'm looking forward to. It comes from Revelation 1 and I didn't have, near, didn't have nearly the time last night to cover it, but I'm very excited. I think it'll be a help to you on Sunday. As we look at the importance of the Lord's Day, it's found in Revelation chapter 1, and we'll tell you what day that is and what that represents and what that's all about on Sunday. And uh, I'm excited about it. I'm thankful for the Word of God and and what we do and what we believe and how we live. It it, it comes from what thus saith the Lord. And I'm going to explain some of that on Sunday. I'm very much excited about that. Happy birthday today to Lewis Anderton. Happy birthday to Yvonne Phelps. And happy birthday to Thomas Saunders. Hope you folks have a great day. And uh, let's be in prayer for one another. Pray for our church and members that are in the hospital. Pray for those who've lost loved ones. Uh, Pray for those with health issues and all of those things. Uh, I want you to uh, hear a song. This, This is a song sung by one of our missionaries, the Moore family. They're out in Utah. They're such a blessing. And boy, I love to hear them sing. I want you to enjoy this song, If Only Just a Few. You know... You're not going to reach everybody. I'm not going to reach everybody, and, and, and God told us that. But, you know, if, if you only reach just a few, uh, just think about the difference that would make for eternity. Uh, I think about my dad, and my dad pastored for almost 20 years, and it was a small church. It was not a big church. It was not in a big city. It was in a 
you know, farming community in Northwest Illinois. But I'll tell you what, what a difference. I'm, I'm a product of that. Uh, Brother Nathan here, he's a product of that. And uh, so many in our church, Brother Dan Bybee, he's one of our assistant pastors, our school principal. He's a product of that church. And, and you know, it's, it's not necessarily all about the numbers. And I'm, I'm for numbers. Uh, but the, the desire of our church and our ministry is we want to have an impact. We want to reach people. You won't reach everybody, but if you just reach a few, you'll stay faithful. God will take care of all that. Here's a great song. I hope you'll enjoy this song, and then we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 100. His hands were tied behind his back as he stood before the court. The Apostle Paul was facing death again. Someone said this man has preached that Jesus Christ is Lord. We say let the scourging now begin. He felt his body tighten, the blood began to flow. And between the stripes, Paul just sang his song. If only just a few believe, I will tell of Calvary. I will be a witness for the cross. If only just a few are saved, I will go in Jesus' name. I will share my story with the lost. And if heaven celebrates when just one lost soul prays through, then I'll give my all if for only just a Timothy was saved, just one out of all who heard the news. And for months across the little towns, preaching Jesus is the way, some days he convinced just one or two. Were they worth his sufferings as the soldiers left him lay? Through the tears they could hear him say, If only just a few believe, I will tell of Calvary. I will be a witness for the cross. If only just a few are saved, I will go in Jesus' name. I will share my story with the lost. And if heaven celebrates when just one lost soul prays through, then I'll give my all if for only just a few. See great numbers come to know the Lord, but if I keep on working, great is my reward. 
witness for the cross. If only just a few are saved, I will go in Jesus' name. I will share my story with the lost. And if heaven celebrates when just one lost soul prays I'll give my all If for only just a few Then I'll give my all If for only just a few I'll give my all for just a few Amen. I thank the Lord for that family. Boy, they can sing. But I tell you what, they're, they're the real deal. They are just wonderful folks. They love the Lord. They're sincere. They're genuine. Uh, Brother Moore, the first time I went to his church years ago, uh, up, up on a mountain literally, and uh, out in the middle of nowhere, really. I mean, it, you have to go there on purpose, and it's not convenient. And we went there, and boy, what a great spirit. What a great church. And God called him to the mission field, and he... He uh, uh, resigned his church. He made sure they had a good pastor there, and he resigned his church. They packed up their belongings, and they moved uh, cross-country to Utah to basically to help uh, start a work from nothing. And uh, what a blessing they are. Hope you enjoyed that psalm. Psalm 100, we've seen in this psalm, number one, the sound. There ought to be a joyful noise that we make unto the Lord. And then we saw number two, we ought to serve. Uh, serve the Lord with gladness. Don't ever forget it's a privilege that we have to serve God. And then I want you to notice today, number three, it's found in verse number three. It says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. We belong to God. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Not only do we belong to God, but the, the place where we live, it's God's pasture. This is this, everything belongs to God. We are not our own. We belong to God. I want you to notice number three. I'll give you two words to kind of go along with our outline. We saw number one, the sound. Number two, uh, serve. And then number three, the word is science, or you could say the word study. It says that we are to know. That means we're to understand, literally to make a study of something. And the Bible tells us what we're supposed to study. We're supposed to study and know that the Lord, He is God. Don't ever forget that He is God. Uh, don't ever forget that you are not God. And may I never forget that I am not God, not even close. He is God, the Lord, Jehovah. He is God. He is our Elohim. And uh, these verses then tell us, some responsibilities that we have towards God. It says we are to make a joyful noise unto Him. We're to serve Him. Uh, we're to come before His presence. We're to know Him. We're to enter His gates. We're to be thankful. We're to bless Him. And can I tell you, I think the reason that some Christians do not serve God. Now hear me out on this. This is not deep, but I want you to, I want you to, to, to follow my train of thought. Uh, I think the reason that some Christians don't serve God is because they don't truly know God. I'm not saying they're not saved. I'm just saying they really do not have a personal relationship with God. Because if you know God, 
If you walk with God, if you fellowship with God, if you talk to God in prayer, and you study God's Word, you know what you're going to find? You're going to be uh, overwhelmed with the, the awe. You're going to be overwhelmed with the, 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 the greatness of God and the majesty of God. And you're going to say, wow, I can't believe that God would use me. You won't have the attitude of, oh, it's so hard serving God. I remember my dad, uh, he, he, I heard him say it many times, one of the last messages he preached, it's on a video uh, from Berean Baptist Church uh, in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, of course, he didn't know it was going to be one of his last messages. But he was preaching, and he was talking about serving God. And he said, what a privilege to serve God. He said, I remember when I was on staff uh, in the late 70s with Pastor Treber. Well, my wife and I, we got to work with Pastor Treber. Brother uh, Nathan uh, went to college there. His wife, Grace, she grew up in that church. Uh, uh, others in our, on our ministry grew up in that church. And, and Pastor Treber made the statement in the 70s uh, to my dad, who was on the school staff. He said, folks, I want to remind you to our staff, he said, I want to remind you that what we are doing in serving God, he said, we have church members that he said they would take their vacation time just to get to serve God and do what you do. And he said, don't ever forget that it's a privilege. And my dad went on to say, he said, I never forgot that. And then my dad went on to say when he was pastoring, he said, I, I couldn't believe it. He said, I, I get to serve God. He said, uh, that, the, the church, they, they, they paid me to do what I love, and they paid me to get to serve God. And friend, I want to tell you, it's a privilege to serve God. And if we know God, I'll tell you this, I believe we're going to serve Him like we should. And I don't think anybody's going to have to drag us to church, and I don't think anybody's going to have to drag us out soul winning or drag us to teach the Sunday school class or drag us up into the choir. I think we're going to be fired up and ready and look at it as a privilege if we truly know God for who He is. To know Him is to love Him, and to love Him is to serve Him. The psalmist wrote and said, O taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, I think about food, and of course I love to eat, and I hope you do too. Uh, if you're a Baptist, you probably do. But, you know, how do you know if you don't like something if you never try it? Now, I'll tell you one reason. It means that you are probably the, the baby in the family and you never had to try anything, you know. When I was growing up, when I was at home, we didn't get the option of, no, I don't like that or I don't want to try that. No, you were going to try it and you were going to eat it. Um, my mom always had two choices for every meal, two choices. You know what those choices were, right? You could take it or you could leave it. Those were the two choices. But I was thinking about um, when I was growing up, we used to, we used to uh, of course, Later on with my, my other siblings, I think they kind of got picky and all that. But I remember what, a, what an awesome thing it was when I was a boy. And we didn't have much. But I remember we'd go to a restaurant. I looked it up the other day. Uh, I think there's only a couple even in operation in the United States. But it was back in the day, it was a bigger thing. It was called Rax, R-A-X. And it, they had roast beef sandwiches. And uh, I think Wendy's bought out some of them and Hardy's bought out some. And then... Um, some of them were turned into up north in the Midwest. They were turned into Tim Hortons where they have coffee and all that stuff. But anyway, it was called Rax. You say, why did you go to Rax restaurant, R-A-X? Well, the reason is that they had $1 kids meals. I'm not kidding you. It was a dollar. I was born in 1979. So this is, you know, the mid 80s. I remember these days. We would go and they would have a little, little hamburger, french fries, 
little drink, and then a little toy, all in a, in a, in a bag, decorative bag, you know, paper bag. And that was the kids. It was a dollar. And I'm telling you, we thought we had died and gone to heaven. We could not believe it. Wow, we get to go out to eat. And if we went out to eat once a week, we could not. That was so incredible. You know, I mean, I was like, wow. I remember there was a little grocery store in our, in our city in Rockford. It was called Logley, kind of a strange name. It was a locally owned place. Um, but they had $5 pizzas, large pizzas on Fridays. And we'd get those. And boy, we just thought that was the greatest thing ever. Well, can I tell you something? If you never taste something, you don't know how good it is. If you never taste something, you don't know if you like it or not. Well, the Bible tells us, so taste and see that the Lord is good. And let me tell you, God is good. And let me tell you, it's worth it to serve Him. What a privilege it is to serve the Lord and know that He is God. Hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for joining us. May God richly bless you. And hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day on this Thursday. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.